Welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyree E. Rowell. Well, hello there. How you all doing on this day? I hope you are having a wonderful day thus far. And I hope you are also getting ready for um, Thanksgiving. Some of you might be, some of you might not be. But either way it goes, you know, whatever you want to do, you do that. Because... Uh, tradition doesn't necessarily mean you have to follow tradition. You can create your own, of course. But on this day, I am so excited to be on this podcast once again. And um, as you know from the previous episode, that's if you have listened to it, that um, I have been sick. And of course, there's so many things just flying around, honey, besides the flies. But the flu and uh, respiratory infection and coronavirus and everything else, you know, that you can just pretty much get caught with. And, and some of this um, cold just seems like it just won't leave you alone. It just won't go away. But um, all in all, I still am thankful. <laughs> but I just wish I could just get rid of this. Um, congestion. But that ain't gonna stop me from doing a podcast. As you see, I had still put up a, um, an episode on the previous one where I wasn't feeling that great. But I'm still gonna be on here talking about something. And I got my water over here and my peppermint. So hopefully I won't sound too bad on this podcast. But before we get into it, I would like to let you know that you can find the Mental Health Bible Study on TikTok as well as on Instagram. So whenever you get an opportunity, will you follow Mental Health Bible Study on TikTok as well as Instagram? When you get an opportunity, we really appreciate you. And um, also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any episodes. So let's get into the topic for this week. Because this week, I'm talking about being overwhelmed. And I found a quote because I used to, you know, start my podcast episodes off with a quote. But of course, I had to bring that back. So without further ado, this is the quote that I found. You can't calm the storm, so stop trying. What you can do is calm yourself. The storm will pass. And this quote is quoted by Timber Hawkeye. Timber Hawkeye, we appreciate you for this quote. You can't calm the storm, so stop trying. What you can do is calm yourself. The storm will pass. So what that's saying to me, and this is my perspective, because you know, perspective can be powerful. What this saying to me is that I'm not Jesus Christ. Baby, Jesus Christ is the one that come to sea, that comes to ocean when they was out there on the boat. You know what I mean? And of course, the people that was on the boat with Jesus Christ was afraid. And what did Jesus do? Of course, he got on them because they were having little faith. But at the same time, he calmed the storm. But that let me know that I'm not Jesus Christ. But what I can do 
to calm myself. I can most definitely calm myself down because the storm will pass. Whenever it does, you know, it's going to pass over. Because the thing about a storm, thunderstorm or a hurricane or a snow blizzard, whatever type of storm those are as far as natural disasters, they don't last long. They are really temporary. So just like our circumstances in our lives, that does sometimes feel like a tsunami or a hurricane or a um, thunderstorm because it does feel like that sometimes. We cannot make it stop while it is doing what it's doing. So we do have to be in control of ourselves, calming ourselves down. Because we do have the power to calm ourselves. Yes, we do. Your soul, your spirit, your body, you can calm it down. So, I have a question. Have you ever been so overwhelmed that it made your head hurt and your mouth dry because you cried so many tears? Have you ever been so overwhelmed like that that it made your head hurt? Your mouth so dry because you had cried so many tears. Emotionally overwhelmed, you know, overwhelmed definition. It does mean intensity of your feeling outmatches your ability to manage them. Basically, you just got to a point where, and really it's a point, it's a moment, it's not even permanent, it's, it's very temporary. You know, when you get this feeling of overwhelm, it can be temporary. And really it is, but it really depends on the individual because like I said, we do have the power to calm ourselves. But some people do not get there quick like others, or some people take longer to calm themselves down. But either way it goes, the point is is to make it to the finish line of where you do calm yourself eventually. You know, where you eventually do calm yourself down. But there are times in life, my God, You just feel like you're drowning. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest, Lord. You feel like you're drowning and just can't seem to get some air. Because it's it's like something just takes the air out of you. And it be your circumstances. It be situations that happen in your life that make you feel that way. But at the same time, we do have to acknowledge that our circumstances will eventually pass over. It will eventually work out. You know, eventually it will. But while I am sitting there waiting for it to pass over or eventually work itself out, 
but calming myself down. My Lord, that takes some work. But I want you all to know that when you are overwhelmed and you are crying, I mean, tears just flowing. Because like I said, it does feel like a dream. And sometimes people do have a release of tears. But why do people look at crying as if it is a sign of weakness? As if it is a sign of you aren't trusting God or you're not you don't have enough faith. Why are you sitting there crying? Listen and listen to me dear. Tears is really like your body is actually allowing itself to heal. Because if I don't cry, what 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 else could I possibly do on the inside of myself that's gonna really get to the point where I just explode? However it does come out. Because we really don't know how it could come out because when you have any type of meltdown, breakdown, whatever, um, body shutdown, we really do not have to get to that point. But when your body has a mind of its own to cry, allow it. Just allow yourself to release. Because it is a form of cleansing. It is a form of strength. It is also a form of surrendering. It is not weakness. It does not show that I don't have any faith in God. It does not mean any of that. It really is a form of cleansing, surrendering, and having a form of release. Because we really don't supposed to have that much pressure on ourselves. You cannot, we, let me say we, because it, this even includes me. We cannot control everything. We don't have control over everything. And we must have the wisdom to know that there are some things that we can control and there are some things that we cannot and those storms, those circumstances, those situations, those events that come like an ambush, we have no control over them. But while you are in your moment of being overwhelmed because so many things are going on, and Lord knows, it's so much going on, and we have so much access to it. But even in that, I want to give you a scripture. I want to show you what to do when you are having those moments of feeling like you're drowning and you're gasping for air. I want you to let go. Let go. We don't have control over everything. Let it go. 
and let God be God. Talk to someone. Seek help if you have to. Do some deep breathing. Do some um, progressive relaxation. Uh, you know, make sure you're telling people no to request. Because when you are like this, you ain't doing nobody no good service. Let's just be honest. And you, you won't be in a good service to yourself either, trying to do something for somebody. When you are in these moments of your life where you are overwhelmed emotionally, ask for help. You can also write it out, put it on paper, journal, because some people do uh, have diaries and journals. So it's okay to do that. But most definitely, Meditate on this scripture. Isaiah 40, 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. But the beginning of the scripture says those who wait on the Lord. That means that everybody ain't going to be doing this. Everybody's not going to man up like eagle. Good wings, baby. Ain't going to fly out of the ocean and gasp and get air. Everybody's not. Because it says those. Those who wait. So it is a conscious decision that everyone must make. Every one of us. We decide to do what we want to do. But if you decide to wait on God, because this is an action. This is not like you sitting around doing nothing. Baby, waiting on God is an action. <laughs> it really is. But when you decide to wait on the Lord, the scriptures say that God will renew your strength. Because sometimes when you're overwhelmed, it does seem like your strength has left you out of your body, out of your mind, out of your soul. But God will renew it. And it and maybe you'll feel like an eagle just squirting through the sky with wings. I mean, baby, flying at, I don't, I don't even know how, how uh, what the speed limit of an eagle flying. Especially when they find something that they, that they can see on the ground that they can eat. But anyway, we can get the picture of what this means that when you write on God, your strength will be renewed. And you're going to mount up with wings like eagle. You're going to fly. Fly past through the storm, with the storm, in the storm. Baby, you're going to fly through the, like it's nothing. Because you're waiting on God. And you shall run and not be weary. And you shall walk and not faint. But you're waiting on God, though. So let's look at that perspective of waiting on God. What does that look like? What does it look like to wait on God no matter what 
you see with your natural eyes, no matter what circumstances that come in your life. What does that look like? Waiting on God. Waiting means to anticipate. But the perspective of waiting on God, that is like a confident anticipation of God bringing an unexpected outcome regardless of what you naturally see around you. That's so many words, but if I were to underline some words up in this definition, it is confident anticipation of God bringing an unexpected and expected outcome. Okay? The outcome is expected. That means that I'm expecting God to do what he said he was going to do. You see what I'm saying? But it is a confident anticipation from me as I am expecting him to do it. Regardless of what I naturally see, regardless of what I naturally feel, regardless of what people tell me, my anticipation will not waver because I am confident in knowing that God is going to do it. But as you are waiting and you are having this anticipation, this confidence in God, know this, that it comes from what you know. This confidence, this confident anticipation didn't just drop out of the sky. It came from what I know of God and what he has done for me in the past. That's where it came from. And sometimes God will remind us. Sometimes you'll have a flashback. Sometimes somebody will come to you and say something to you and help you to remember. Even the Holy Spirit will bring down to your remembrance. And you will be like, Lord, you have brought me out of this before. So surely, you will do it again. Surely, you will do it again. And if it is a new situation, a new circumstance, remember this, Isaiah 64, 4. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard, nor perceived by ear, nor has their eye in God besides you who acts for the one who waits for him. So as you wait for God, he is going to give that expected outcome. There is nothing too hard for God. There is nothing that he will not be able to do on your behalf. All things work together for our good because we love him and we are called according to his purpose. But it's going to be your decision 
It's going to be you at the end of the day, all day, every day, to wait on him. As you are looking at the storm, you know, as you are looking, because look, it ain't like you're blind, you can see it. You can see how the circumstances and situations are affecting you. And you can talk about it. You can tell God how you really, truly feel. But at the end of the day, baby, you still going to have to make a decision to wait on him. Confidently anticipating that he will do it. He will bring you out. He will get you through it. Because he is God. But that comes from knowing who he is. Yes, Lord. That comes from knowing who he is. So, as your moment of overwhelm, I want you to balance all three, you know, spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, and body, because, you know, that is who we are. We do have to balance everything. Spirit, soul, and body. Do some breathing exercises, deep breathing. Do some writing, do some journaling. Be kind to yourself. Tell people no, you can't do anything right now. Also, um, you know, ask for help, find someone to talk to, and meditate on your scriptures. The scriptures that really get you through what you're going through. So, y'all have a good, wonderful day on this day. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well as follow the Mental Health Bible Study on TikTok and Instagram. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode.